breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty in studio with Paulette Freeman from the Bridge Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center. And uh first of all, Paulette, good morning. Thank you for coming out here. Oh, thanks for this opportunity. We're we're excited to have you here. Um a lot of people don't realize there there's uh Alzheimer's not the only form of dementia. Is that correct? That is correct. Dementia is the umbrella term for cognitive behavior. Um, and so that that's declining. And so some of these types of dementia with Alzheimer's being the most commonly diagnosed one is like frontotemporal dementia that Bruce Willis has. Um, you have vascular dementia. You have Parkinson's disease dementia alcohol-induced dementia, mixed dementia, and there's also... Uh, so because somebody has dementia doesn't mean they automatically have Alzheimer's. That is correct. So you'd have to get a doctor's diagnosis for that to determine which one you have. Mm-hmm. You are having a big event Friday for caregivers, for professionals, for loved ones to come mm-hmm. out and learn more about dealing with someone who is suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's. Tell us about the conference. Oh, yes, we are so excited. You know, this is the only conference of its kind in Northwest Louisiana. We're bringing in an international speaker. She's on her way from Jerusalem, Israel, as we speak right now. Wow. She is a uh, the communications director for the Validation Institute, which teaches a hands-on approach to dealing with those um, uh, individuals that have dementia. And it can be at any level of dementia that she'll be addressing. Matter of fact, the keynote address topic is uh, step into their shoes and walk across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's she's going to talk about how to connect with them. The theme this year is empower, educate. And so we are going to do that with you. We're going to give you empowerment tools um, to help you. We're going to educate you. We're going to feed you. We're going to have a good time, but we're also going to educate you on how we can do all these things. Now, my note says it's engage. Engage. Empower. I know. Engage. Mm-hmm. We're going to engage you. Yeah. Engage and And empower. it's Friday. Where is it? And, and how can people sign up to go? Yeah, it's at First Methodist Church in Bain Hall. And um, you can go online at alzbridge.org and uh, click on conference. And it'll take you through the scheduled events. Not only do we have a keynote speaker, but we have many um uh, local experts on dementia that are going to speak at breakout sessions. So you just go there uh, for caregivers. It's twenty five dollars each. General public twenty five dollars for healthcare professionals. It's thirty, and we also have continuing education credits for registered nurses, licensed social workers, and um, uh, nursing home facility administrators. Oh, cool! So if somebody's concerned about their spouse or maybe a, a, an aging parent. What are some things that they should kind of be aware of and and look for? Um, When you look for, well, there's different signs. um, And sometimes these signs doesn't really mean they have dementia. Um, It could be that there is a vitamin deficiency or a UTI or something to that effect. The 
the medicines they're on. So the, you know, the things that you like normal aging, like we all forget something, right? Sure. Go into a room, don't remember why I'm there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But we trace back our steps. We're able to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you have your family member that keeps going into a room and not realizing where they are, sometimes we misplace our keys, right? Sure. We always go back and find them. But when the person holds up the key and doesn't know what it's for, then you know it's getting serious. Paulette, we're talking to Paulette Freeman with The Bridge. Um, there are those of us who have dealt with a, a family member or a loved one that suffered from dementia or Alzheimer's. And a lot of us struggle. A lot of folks struggle because they, they get frustrated. They just don't understand. Why are you not my mom or why are you not my dad like I'm used to? What are some things you some some tips advice you would give to somebody who's dealing with a person? It's not going to be the same person you're used to being with, correct? Oh, that's right. They're 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 different. You take a deep breath. I know they ask repetitive questions a lot. We talked about that earlier together here. Um, but you know, you're right. It's like it's they're not doing it on purpose. It's it's a disease that they have that they can't help. And so this conference is going to help the people, the, the attendees, learn how to deal with these situations. And give you some other strategies. Right. Maybe to approach mom or dad or grandmom or whoever. Exactly. Yes. And, and you know what? It doesn't just stop at our conference. We have workshops all the time at our um, at our building, at our organization at 851 Olive Street. And this is a great opportunity for the caregivers to learn more about how to deal mm-hmm. with different, uh, different like separation anxiety is one of them, and we had uh, someone speak about that. Mm-hmm. Now you do um, free screenings yes. at your facility, don't you? Yes. Aaron, Aaron went by uh, a few passed, months ago, and, yeah, and did yeah. a, did one of the free screenings. I need to come by. My wife wants to come by mm-hmm. well, and, uh, and do that. What what what? Tell us about uh, what somebody can expect with that. Okay, so. Um, we have uh, two licensed individuals that can perform these um, memory screenings on you. It takes about 15 to 30 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll ask you a series of questions. Have you do some um, drawings? Um, and and it's just a baseline memory screening. You'll get it's the results not, that day. Right, it's not in-depth mm-hmm. or... Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'll get that results that day. You can give it to your physician if you did find then that's great. And we just say, come back next year and see where you're at. Mm-hmm. You have now established a baseline, right? Okay. So then if you do fall below the benchmark, then you can give it to your doctor and he can order some more in-depth testing for you. Okay. Okay, Paul, that's going to give us a brief quiz. When mm-hmm. we get back, if you're listening, you can take the quiz with us, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Simple. Just to kind of give you an idea of what you'll face when you come in. And some of the questions folks will ask. Can we do that when we get back? Yes. You be bet. Paulette Freeman with The Bridge Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center right here in Shreveport with Mike and McCarty. 1017FM710Keel.com. Breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017FM and 710Keel. Okay, I'm a little nervous. 
I don't, don't need, be nervous. You'll be fine. I don't need help looking like an idiot. No, no, this is fun. I, this is I'm fun. I'm quite capable of doing it's, that on my own. It's fun. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Paulette Freeman with the Bridge um, Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center on Olive and Shreveport. You're yes. going to give us a quick little quiz. Yes. To see if, if we need to worry about anything. And if you're listening, you can kind of take the quiz with us. Can That's I study right. Beforehand? You, can, you can do this at home too with yeah. your family. Okay, Aaron, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Okay. And you're going to name as many animals as you can. Okay. okay. Mike, what you're going to do is tally up every time she says something. You don't need to write the name of the animal. Just put a mark down so we can count how many she can name in 30 seconds. Okay. I'm going to time you. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Go. Rabbit, cat, horse, donkey, raccoon, opossum, uh, dog, cat, spy, uh, spider, snake, um, let's see, roach, rat, monkey, lion, tiger, bear, um, cheetah, elephant, hippopotamus, um, rhinoceros, bird, um, pigeon, squirrel, duck, goose. Time. How did you I do? did it. Wow. Okay. I kept going. Did I, did I duplicate? I don't know. How many did I get? Oh, Mike? my goodness. Did I do all right? I think you did. Okay. Well, I got 25, but you repeated a few. Okay. That's okay. And I don't know if a roach is an animal. <laughs> yes. It, well, what is it? A human? It's an insect. <laughs> but you Insects are animals. No, they're not. They're insects. Okay. It's good. Okay. Mike, your turn. Am I tallying Uh-oh. something? You're tallying him. Okay. okay Mike, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Hold on, let me clear my stopwatch. (laughs) I'm going to give you 30 seconds, and you're going to name as many objects as you can associated with Halloween since today is October 31st. Oh, gosh. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready to tally? I'm ready, yep. Okay. Go. Uh, Witch, ghost, goblin, jack-o'-lantern, candy, pumpkins, trick-or-treating, Guys in weird vans. Uh, oh my gosh. What, what else? What else? Costumes, masks. Uh, I, I don't know. What else? Candy corn. <laughs> I mean, I could list candy, Snickers, and, and payday and time. Okay, you got 13. See, I okay. sucked. He needs to go to the doctor, doesn't he? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a big Halloween probably, guy. Okay, I should have given you something else. Well, what else is there? <laughs> what else? What, what did I miss? A full moon or? A... Oh, I don't. I don't know. Werewolves. I don't know. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. But you did good. You yeah. know, they usually say around fifteen is good. <laughs> See, I told so you. You're, you're a C minus. But you're still good. You can. Yeah. So here's the deal. A year from now, do it again. Mm-hmm. You've got a baseline. If you do better, that's even. That's great. If you do worse, or if you just come up with one. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope I would do better than one. Okay, you got another that question for us? No, that's it. So that's pretty easy. Yes. So that was just a fun quiz to do at home with your family. And you could do anything. You could do, like, yeah. types of trees, that's, or you could do, yeah, rivers or whatever. So, yeah. yeah, like, so if your father is a car mechanic, have him name any parts associated with a car. Okay, so see, they'll start naming those things. Okay. And then you can see later on in a year or two, if he's having a hard time remembering those, you might want to come in for a a full screening. Okay. Now, when you have the the conference on Friday, are 
and you have the caregivers there, you have the, the professionals, you're typically not going to have the patient there, correct? That's correct. Okay, yes. This that is, would be inappropriate. Well, yeah, I mean, that's it would be difficult to have sure. for the person to sit all day through that. What are, Dracula. <laughs> he's stressing out over there. What are, the, um, what are the um, what are the protocols now for treating dementia? Have things changed? Are we seeing some light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, unfortunately, there's still no cure for Alzheimer's. That's mm-hmm. the sad part. More research needs to be done. However, a few months ago, um, FDA approved a new drug, Lakembi, um, and um, we. LSU Health here in Shreveport actually is screening patients for that. Um, And you can call the bridge, our office, and get in touch with them. But basically, you'll go through a screening, and then when the drug is available by FDA uh, here in Shreveport, then they can administer that drug. Candied apples. (laughs) stressing out over there. Let me ask you something. I know you get this question all the time. People that say that maybe are our age, we're in our, you know, early 50s. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll go with that, who, too. Who want to prevent what, you know, I want to keep myself from becoming, yeah. having dementia or Alzheimer's. Yeah. Are there things you can start doing in your younger years, say when you're Ruben's age, that you could start doing now? Or even other Absolutely. forms of dementia. Right. Like she yeah. said, alcohol induced. Mm-hmm. I'm sure smoking doesn't help. No, Constricts your vessels basically taking care of your body everything you learned about your heart on how to take care of your heart the exercising low cholesterol all of that that is all associated um with uh, for reducing your risk for alzheimer's believe it or not plaque in your teeth it's important for you to get your teeth clean okay yeah that plaque can travel to your brain hmm i know so that's something new we learned So there's all kinds of, the Mediterranean diet, of course, is always the best type of diet. Cut out the sugars, no more Coca-Colas, no more sodas. That all contributes to um, poor health and and cognitive decline. And we saw during the pandemic, um, literally a wave of people being isolated. Staying home, mm. not getting out and being with people, ordering their groceries online, not being among friends. And that now we're seeing these people are, a lot of them are lonely. They're staying home. They're not getting out. They're no longer active. Right. Um, we have to turn that back around, don't we? We do because um, being social is all part, being engaged, being um, part of just everyday living with your family um, That's is so very important. So, so what about things like? Reading, just in general, reading for pleasure, crossword yeah, puzzles, sure. things like that. Is that actually beneficial to one's well, mental health? It's good. Everyone asks, you know, says, I do a crossword puzzle every day, which is, that's great. I applaud you. But you're just getting good at crosswords. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. so do another puzzle. Try different puzzles. Even uh, brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand. Oh, I can't Try something that. like that. I can't. Oh, uh, take a different way home that you're not familiar with okay. to kind of exercise your brain. The more you exercise your brain, um, it helps. I see when I'm playing games on my phone, I see those ads that pop up that say, doctors say if you play this game 10 minutes a day, it'll help oh, your yeah. brain health. Yeah. Is that hogwash? Yeah. Well, yes. 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 <laughs> 
dumb question, right? Yeah. Why not? It's email not. for your $2 my million mother, dollars from my, the prince. My mother believed playing, she called it Sudoku, Sudoku. Oh, she uh-huh. believed playing Sudoku helped her brain. Probably not, right? Well, I mean, it doesn't it, hurt. It doesn't hurt. Like I said, it's just if you think that's the, if you do, that's the only puzzle and you think that's going to help mm-hmm. you, but it's just exercising. All parts doing different yeah. things. So uh-huh. the third annual education conference on Alzheimer's and dementia is this Friday, November 3rd, First Methodist Church. If somebody wants to find more information about this, uh, what do they need to do? Well, they can call our office, 318-656-4800. That's the quickest. Or go on our website at alzbridge.org. Thank you so much. Thanks, so much. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right. I feel like an idiot. Popcorn balls. <laughs> Mike McCarty, 1017 FM, 710. Back with more on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Did I hear you have, you, you had a story about Gen Z and millennials want to work less? They want a four day work week and they're willing to take a pay cut. To get a four-day work week. Baby Boomer said, uh-uh. Well, we like the four-day work week. It's a good idea, but we're not cutting our pay for it. take a pay cut. No. I work too hard to get where I am. Exactly. No, and, thank you. And you know, it's way more difficult to get a pay raise these days than, you, you know. Think? Now, but the problem is they're in, a, they're in an uh, environment right now where they can go get jobs everywhere. I mean, there are jobs available everywhere. It won't be probably problem. your dream job. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. There are jobs everywhere because nobody wants to work. Right. Everybody wants a four-day work uh, week. Nobody and, can hire yeah. anybody that, that's worth a damn and wants to do anything. I know. I know. How many times have you gone into someplace and you cannot get help? Yeah. I talked to somebody who's a nurse the other day, and she said, doesn't, doesn't live in this state. But she said, um, I said, are you working a particular weekend? And she goes, that's the great thing about my my schedule is I can work when I want. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to work a particular day, I can say, no, I don't want to work. Don't schedule me that day. When did that become a thing? Well, that's the benefit of that, that particular career. Yeah. I'm, there, I'm thinking. They're wanting nurses. My wife works per diem. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't work uh, at, at like a full time at a particular unit all the time. She she floats through the system. I'm thinking I'm going to text Amy right now. Don't schedule me on Fridays anymore, please. Oh, both of us. <laughs> or Mondays. What's going on with the water in Bozier? We're going to find out next. Lewis Johnson, PIO from Bozier City, joining us. Mike McCarty, 1017FM710Keel.com. Ever. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017FM and 710Keel. On the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Lewis Johnson with uh, the city of Bossier City. That's, by the way, the official name. Uh, there's a, We're getting reports. Major water outage in Bossier City. Fire Department, uh, KTBS reported the fire department did say there's a, a, a water main break. Lewis, tell us what's going on in Bossier. Um, good morning. Um, this morning, we've had a report uh, earlier of low pressure uh, in certain areas of town. And after uh, investigating, we found that we've had a major water break, an approximately 42-inch main 
that have been breached. Um, it is in the area of Benton Road, Airline Drive, over near Shed Road. And so the neighboring communities, uh, those neighborhoods in that area, neighborhoods such as uh, Carriage Oaks, or Swan Lake, Stonebridge, Hickory Ridge, Tiburon, and others, um, have lo- have suffered a loss of water or a loss of pressure. And even though that is the immediate area, the entire city uh, could possibly notice a difference in pressure. But the utilities is aware of it. We're working feverishly on it, and we will repair it as quick as possible. And our commitment to our citizens is that we will provide them with uh, hourly updates until it is corrected. Any idea what caused it just aging infrastructure, I would assume? Well, I really don't have that information as of yet. Uh, I have inquired, um, but the main thing is that the utilities is aware. Our administration is aware of it. Our fire department is aware, and we have tanker trucks that are in place and ready to go if we have any fire suppression needs. So those major areas of response are informed and working together to repair the damage. Were any crews working in the area, to your knowledge, or you, you haven't gra- gathered that yet? I have not, do not have any information that indicated that anyone was working on the lines um, at that time. And the first reports came in between 1.30 and 2 o'clock of low pressure. And so we began to um, check the area to do research on the system in order to identify where the problem is. Lewis, we're talking with Lewis Johnson with Bossier City. Lewis, do you have an estimated time of uh, restoration? I appreciate that question. Presently, we do not have a, uh, an estimated time, but we want to assure our citizens that whereas we are, uh, we regret the inconvenience that we're working on it, and it will be repaired as quick as humanly possible. It's a priority for the city, and we're working to repair it. Lewis, the, in, the, in the grand scheme of water mains, this is the biggest, correct? This is the, as big as they get, isn't it? It's a very big one, yes. Okay. Will in, you, in our, in our uh, distribution system. Will you have to shut down water for other parts of the city to get this repaired, or will they just possibly be experiencing low water pressure? Um, I would think, and first of all, um, I am familiar with water, but not to that degree. My fire background, I'm familiar with water and water um, water mains and distribution systems and that type of thing. But as it relates to repair and the finer points, I am not aware of. I know that they will do whatever it will call the least inconvenience to our citizens, but they will also do what is necessary to repair it. Do you anticipate a boil advisory be, being put in place after the repairs are made just to make sure that no, there are no contaminants in the system? That's a good question, and that is not an uncommon practice, but I do not know whether or not that will be required. But if so, as soon as uh, it is given, we'll be counting on our local media in order to help us get the word out. So it's a water main break right now at uh, Benton Road at Airline near Shed Road, and it's affecting a lot of the areas north of there. Is that correct? That is correct, and um, most and many areas of the city will, though they're not in that area, they will still experience a difference or some changes in water pressure. Lewis, a silly question. Um, when y'all did discover where the problem was, was it gushing water? I mean, what, I mean, can, any idea? Do you know? Um, I would say that it, because it is a break and because water pressure is affected, we would have to have a loss of water 
in order for the pressure to be uh, affected. So to say that it's gushing water or at, at any rate, uh, water was being released and lost from the system because there's a break, so I would say so. So probably delay washing the clothes, turning on the dishwasher today until the system's back fully up, uh, if, if absolutely. folks could. We would, we would certainly uh, suggest and ask that, and we want them to be able to utilize their uh, most basic water needs as best they can until we have repaired the problem. If people have any questions, what do they need to do, Lewis? Um, if they would call City Hall, uh, they can call uh, the mayor's office, or they can call... Um, uh, utilities, or they can look on Bossier City Facebook page, and that we'll be updating our citizens with every media outlet that we can, um, our major television stations, uh, press releases, and our Facebook page. Um, we'll be informing our citizens of the uh, situation with the water. Lewis Johnson with the uh, city of Bossier City. May we thank you for uh, give, giving us the information, and we'll talk to you soon. We thank you, and we ask that you would help us get the word out to our citizens that we have had a water break, that our utilities is working on it, and we're going to repair it as quick as we possibly can. Thank you so very much, and have a great day today. Thank you, sir. You too, Lewis. Thank you. Mike McCarty, 101.7 FM, 710 Keel. More breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. Early last week, I believe, we had a Caterpillar Sheriff candidate, John Nicholson, join us, uh, talk about his plans for Caddo Parish. We extended an invitation to Henry Whitehorn, uh, former CAO for the Perkins administration, uh, to come on the show as well. And mm-hmm. he has basically refused. Well, he, he first said he wasn't available till the 26th of October. Um, then after that date passed, I sent a text out to him saying, hey, want to try to set you up for this week. Um, and he hasn't responded. Now, just not, didn't answer my text at all. Um, and I, I thought, well, he's busy, he's busy campaigning. But I've gotten a couple of calls from people that are in his camp. And one sent me a message yesterday and said, um, he really just, he really wants to take the high road and not going to, you know, doesn't want to get dirty and nasty and all that. But I mean, the, the high road is simply answering me and saying, no, thank you. I appreciate the invitation, but I'm not interested. So the high road is ignoring Ignoring us. you? Is that how we're going to, is that how, is that the high road when you're sheriff? Ignore people? Right. And here's the thing. He's made a big, he, he, he hasn't, but other people have made a big to do about, John Nicholson sitting in that chair saying he was forced stop and frisk. It was a tool in the toolbox. Well, if you go back to when Henry Whitehorn was chief of police, he used, he defended so-called Terry stops, which are essentially the same thing. Right. And we looked up the difference between a Terry stop and stop and frisk. And the definition was a Terry stop which was named after the Terry versus State of Ohio. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Also known as stop and frisk. Right. <laughs> so and it's the, the and, same thing. And I looked because there were t- some people in his camp were trying to say a Terry stop was different from a stop and frisk. And I'm not in law enforcement, so I don't know. But I, So I went and looked it up. And on the federal law enforcement page, it describes a Terry stop as also known as stop and frisk. Right. 
So somebody explained to me the difference because he was for that when he was police chief. And if he's changed his mind and, and everybody was Gary Chambers up in arms, how can John Nicholson be for stop and frisk? Well, Henry Whitehorn was for it too. And he used almost the exact same quote in the Shreveport Times at the time. It was a tool in the toolbox right. to fight crime. It's almost a quote in the local newspaper. Now he's not for stop and frisk. He's changed his mind. Times have changed. I understand that. But he doesn't want to sit in that chair and explain it. He doesn't want to answer that question. Um, you changed your tune from when you were police chief. Now you want to be sheriff, but you don't want Terry stops or stop and frisk. So, you know, I don't know. I would like to ask him the question. Somebody needs to ask him the question. Are you still for him? Do you support it? Is it still a tool in the toolbox? Why is this an issue? Aaron, I don't understand why it's even an issue. Well, if an officer feels like there's possible imminent danger or there could be a threat for his own safety, his or her own safety. Mm -hmm, I know. But there are some that say stop and frisks are used unfairly against black people, black men, black young men. That's what the argument is, and that's what you hear when you people hear stop and frisk and they hear you're a racist. That's what they hear. And But folks in leadership positions in police departments are saying it's a tool they need in their toolbox. Even Chief Whitehorn said it. So... You know, go back and get the other quote from Whitehorn, too, Everybody, Gary Chambers and everybody else, because he was for him, too. But I don't think Chief Whitehorn's coming in. He's taking the high road. That kind of surprised me. You, you, you sent me that text last night, and it it kind of surprised me. I know. I know. But, well. We'll see. Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser going to be joining us coming up right after the local news. 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. One FM, 710 Keel. Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Newly elected Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser joining us. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, first of all, congratulations on your re-election. Thank you, my friend. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, a lot of exciting things going on right now. You guys are going to be participating in the Macy's Parade again this year, from what I understand. Yeah, this will be the third year uh, that that Super Gator will be crawling down the streets of New York. Uh, great opportunity for us to get people excited about coming to Louisiana. Uh, between the two parades, uh, Macy's and Rose, it's an estimated audience of 6.4 billion people for an ad value of over $60 million. Wow. Uh, just incredible exposure for Louisiana. Who's going to be riding on that float in the Macy's parade? Well, Aaron well, and I, of course. We yeah, we don't ride in the Macy's Parade. We have performers. Okay. And we're putting a group together this year to do a kind of a lawn dance uh, in front of the main stage. Uh, so there'll be some local musicians that'll be putting this together. Uh, you know, last year, of course, we had John Batista first year, trombone shorty. So we've, we've had great uh, ambassadors for Louisiana. And then, of course, with the Rose Parade, Laney Wilson last year, this year, it's a it's a Mardi Gras theme for the Rose Parade. Uh, it's uh, because the the theme is music, the universal language. So, what better way than have Mardi Gras music and put a real dance show on 
for the audience for that parade. So we're excited about both parades to kick off Mardi Gras this year. We've got the state fair going on right now as we speak. And luckily, it looks like a great weather week for them. Finally, um, how big a deal is that for this region? It's big. Listen, we were in Dallas. We did the restaurant takeover of 17 restaurants in Dallas um, last week with 17 chefs from around Louisiana. Uh, besides the great food we provided in those restaurants, people talked about the state fair coming over for it. They talked about Mardi Gras in North Louisiana. So a great market for North Louisiana, both uh, for those special events and just to visit. So uh, it, it's a great draw for us. You know, I tell people we don't give enough credit to all the fairs and festivals that work year-round to put on these great events uh, that we get to use to promote Louisiana. Uh, and those teams that work year-round, those are all volunteers. So uh, we've got great assets to promote Louisiana that other states don't have. How good a feeling must it be, Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser, to have uh, our Mardi Gras situation put to bed and ready to roll this February? I can't thank Stacy, the tourism team. They're incredible people working with the mayor. The mayor uh, stepped out and stepped up and worked out all of the issues with the crews. And there again, just like the fairs and festivals, those crews, those people in Mardi Gras crews, put up their money. They work year-round, and uh, and they give us that great tool in our toolbox to promote Louisiana Mardi Gras all over Louisiana. So we can't thank the crews enough for what they do uh, to draw the millions of visitors to Louisiana. And, you know, since I got elected, I committed to promote Mardi Gras in every corner of the state. And every year we see uh, visitors from all over the country and all over the world um, fly in to Dallas and Houston, rent cars, and come to Mardi Gras in Louisiana so it's not just New Orleans. Uh, we're growing Mardi Gras all over Louisiana, and it takes a, a combined effort of elected officials and the crews to work together, and I'm glad we got everything worked out. Let's talk politics a minute. You got uh, election night. You got reelected. Uh, pretty much a Republican sweep across the state. Jeff Landry is our governor-elect now. How closely do you anticipate being able to work with him? A little bit more smooth sailing ahead for your office, you hope? Well, I think, you know, uh, I had a good work relationship with John Bell. Uh, I committed to work with him where we disagreed. We did it in, in private. Uh, and I'm going to work good with Jeff. We've got a lot of the same political uh, philosophies. Uh, I, I know Jeff is aggressively wanting to make some real changes. Uh, and he's, uh, he's told me he's going to work with me on my budget and make sure we continue to grow tourism and improve in the state parks. So I'm excited about the future. Uh, a lot of good people ran for legislative seats this year that really care about making some changes and really leaning forward. And, and we need to do all we can to improve Louisiana. Uh, I always like to say not just what we got to do to get reelected. We've got to lean forward and work really hard uh, if we're going to pull this state back up and compete with our neighboring states. Lieutenant Governor Billy Nunn, guests there. Of course, Halloween behind us. Uh, we've got some holiday celebrations get, gearing up for uh, the Arklatex area. What's going What's going to be happening? Well, we're excited about the, the, the lights across North Louisiana. It's always a big draw. And as I always tell people, invite your family and friends home for the holidays. Don't go out of town and see them. Get them to come here and do their shopping and see all the great uh, Christmas decorations and special events all over Louisiana. And surely North Louisiana puts on a great show. 
Um, so we're excited about promoting those all over Louisiana. And I'll tell you, the tourism team up there has been doing a great job. They're going to be hosting the National Travel Association. Uh, we're also going to be hosting the Diamond Youth Baseball World Series in July. Over 5,000 people expected to attend that. Um, so a lot of great things happening for North Louisiana, improving the tourism industry up there. And the future looks bright for the tourism industry. One last thing, and it's kind of politically related. You have to just be grinning ear to ear when you learn Mike Johnson is now Speaker of the House. And our area got Googled millions and millions of times. <laughs> People were looking for who is Mike Johnson? Where is Bozier City? Uh, how huge is that? I mean, we don't even think about the tourism implications, but that comes with it, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, people are going to want to go see where this guy is from. He is just makes Louisiana so proud. He's actually one of the smartest people I ever met. He knows the law inside and out, and he speaks with a very uh, commanding voice, uh, but he doesn't get he, – he gets his point across in a subtle way. Just a great ambassador for Louisiana. I couldn't be more proud, and, and he's one of the finest people I've ever met. Uh, as far as his love and passion for Louisiana, but but having the smarts and the way to articulate it to the public in a way uh, that hopefully I, I really believe if anybody can work across the aisle and get some things passed, uh, he's the guy that can do it. And I'm just so proud of him and what he's going to be able to do for Louisiana and for this country. Bringing some bacon home, we hope, huh? Absolutely. Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser, thank you, sir. Hope you have a great weekend in front of you. You too, my friend. Y'all have a great weekend. Thanks. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Tim. Stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. seven FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Let's see, this is Wednesday. Wine Wednesday tonight? Yes, yes. <laughs> I actually am. I'm going to have some wine tonight and, and uh, some charcuterie board or whatever it's called. What is it called? I mess it up all the time, don't I? You mean the charcuterie? That. Is that yeah, right? That. Yeah, that. Okay. With that that bacon jam that is addictive. But anyway, that's a whole other story. <sighs> now, did you have trick or treaters last night? No, I don't in my area. I didn't think we you don't. would. No. You got that. You're a gated community. Mm -hmm. You're an all elite and hey, you know, no, uppity, not at all. Uppity residents and turn out all the lights. That's the thing. <laughs> Secret. Turn out all the lights. Go to bed. We did another night of reading, so I didn't have any digital stuff on. Good for you. Drifted off into a nice slumber and finished my second book in like three nights. So it's like very cool. Wow. So I'm I'm on a tear. We went to dinner with some friends last night. Oh, okay. You have friends. And, uh, well, my wife does. Oh, okay. They let me come along. <laughs> it was uh, it was very nice. It was very nice. Where'd y'all end up going? Uh, the uh, Honestly, the only El Chico's left. They have their uh, on, Where is on it? Burt Coons. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot on, about on that. On Tuesdays, they do like two for one. Uh, oh, okay. Two, uh, uh, Taco Tuesday? No, and it's um, oh, seriously the grilled meat. And oh, fajitas. Fajitas. Thank okay. You. Wow. Seriously? 
You really need to go see the bridge. I got to go see the bridge. You got to go. I yeah, didn't you, do well on the <laughs> Halloween test. You did bad. Really bad. I didn't do really bad. Yeah, you sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you got the hard one, though. When did, really? that, when did that word become acceptable? What, you're right. When did that? that you're oh, right about that. Yeah. that's. Uh, I, don't, I don't like saying that. And I said it earlier today. I know. I know. Uh, Bozier water troubles this morning. If you're just getting up and about, a major water main break um, is impacting uh, many subdivisions in North Bozier. Huge part mm-hmm. of Bozier City. A lot yeah. of people, if you if you have water, your pressure may be low. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked with Lewis Johnson. You'll hear that conversation coming up here in about 10 minutes. Uh, he said utilities is aware of it. They mm-hmm. are working, in his words, feverishly yep. no to get it restored. No schools impacted. So Sonia Bales just shot me a text and said all the schools are up and going and they they have means in place to make sure they have water for those schools as mm-hmm. they need it. So uh, schools are going. No problems with the schools. And, and Lewis also told us that the Bossier City Fire Department has tanker trucks standing by. Uh, in case a, a call does come in, they will be prepared and mm-hmm. able to uh, to handle the calls. Yes, so, so. He, he will join us coming up at 740. We'll have that update. But uh, folks all around Bossier are putting on uh, Facebook and social media, uh, low water pressure, your urge to not, you know, don't wash your clothes, don't wash cars, don't do anything like that that you can wait on right. until this situation is is solved. You'll probably be under a boil advisory after this is fixed, too. Just keep that in mind. So um, just a little bit of a headache for Bossier residents today. Uh, I'm kind of offended Billy Nungesser didn't ask us to ride in the Macy's parade. Nobody's riding, he said. Yeah, though. but we could have been on the dance line. We could have been dancers. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay. No. 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 <laughs> not happening. Why he's not asking us for that. He didn't ask us for that. No, he didn't. We'll get you the latest updates on the Bossier City water outage coming up uh, here in about 10 minutes. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Keel, and on the free Keel app. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. get someone Ruben let's see I don't think it's open yet I really want one of y'all to run down there and get me a corn dog from the state fair um uh, I've cor- actually got some passes yeah that's that's but you, you get in free until a certain time I know right? you're, you're in free till till three yeah but I I, I think will Uber Eats do the state fair <laughs> no they won't <laughs> I highly doubt it I need someone from Uber Eats to do like a corn dog run. Have you ever done any of that? The the ordered something from I'm not going to say it's Uber Eats because I don't know for sure. When I was yes. in, when I was at my daughter's house, okay, in Dallas, we were watching it was it was like kind of late at night and we were watching and she goes, oh, I want some bluebell mint chocolate chip. Oh, you told me this story. And this is a few years ago. Mm. And so she orders on the one of these delivery services, mm-hmm. the half gallon, okay? And it's, Aaron, it was like $30. I mean, yeah. it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The guy shows up like an hour later. Yep. 
with a pint. <gasps> a pint that she had paid. I'd be so hangry. That's why I'm. I just. I just mm. not. You. You. You're a big order online. You know I've your ordered, groceries. When I had my my bouts with COVID, which I've had three, um, I I Uber eated then. I ordered things and to, locally, yeah. and it worked out. Yeah, and I one time there was a goof up, but every other time I said just leave it on my the hood of my car. I have COVID, so they right. would leave it on the hood of your car, and they would go away. And then you come out and get it, and you tip them on the you know, now in your highly exclusive elite gated community. How do they get in? Well, I give them the super secret elite code. Oh, okay. And they can get in. They so can they, punch in the super secret. Is that elite like a code. temp code or something, or is that yeah? Your we code? we have like a construction code. I have a remote. Okay. I mean, you know, those of us we right. get remotes. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Drive Lexuses and hey, live in gated communities. Leave me alone. Where's my corn dog? I want to live in. I want to live in your world. <laughs> Just where's my corn dogs? What I want to know. Bossier is experiencing major water outages right now. Lewis Johnson talks with us coming up right after the break. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Keel. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. On the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Lewis Johnson with uh, the city of Bossier City. That's, by the way, the official name. Uh, there's a, We're getting reports. Major water outage in Bossier City. Fire Department, uh, KTBS reported the fire department did say there's a, a, a water main break. Lewis, tell us what's going on in Bossier. Um, good morning. Um, this morning, we've had a report uh, earlier of low pressure uh, in certain areas of town. And after uh, investigating, we found that we've had a major water break, an approximately 42-inch main that had been breached. Um, it is in the area of Benton Road, Airline Drive, over near Shed Road. And so the neighboring communities, uh, those neighborhoods in that area, neighborhoods such as uh, Carriage Oaks, Swan Lake, Stonebridge, Hickory Ridge, Tiburon, and others um, have, lo- have suffered a loss of water or a loss of pressure. And even though that is the immediate area, the entire city uh, could possibly notice a difference in pressure. But the utilities is aware of it. We're working feverishly on it and we will repair it as quick as possible. And our commitment to our citizens is that we will provide them with uh, hourly updates until it is corrected. Any idea what caused it just aging infrastructure, I would assume? Well, I really don't have that information as of yet. Uh, I have inquired, um, but the main thing is that the utilities is aware. Our administration is aware of it. Our fire department is aware, and we have tanker trucks that are in place and ready to go if we have any fire suppression needs. So those major areas of response are informed and working together to repair the damage. Were any crews working in the area to your knowledge, or you, you haven't gra- gathered that yet? I have not, do not have any information that indicated that anyone was working on the line um, at that time. And the first reports came in between 1.30 and 2 o'clock of low pressure. And so we began to um, check the area to do research on the system in order to identify where the problem is. Lewis, we're talking with Lewis Johnson with Bossier City. Lewis, do you have an estimated time of uh, restoration? I appreciate that question. 
Presently, we do not have a, uh, an estimated time, but we want to ensure our citizens that whereas we are, uh, we regret the inconvenience that we're working on it and it will be repaired as quick as humanly possible. It's a priority for the city and we're working to repair it. Lewis, the, in the in the grand scheme of water mains, this is the biggest, correct? This is the, as big as they get, isn't it? It's a very big one, yes. Okay. Will in, you, in our, in our uh, distribution system. Will you have to shut down water for other parts of the city to get this repaired, or will they just possibly be experiencing low water pressure? Um, I would think, and first of all, um, I am familiar with water, but not to that degree. My fire background, I'm familiar with water and water um, water mains and distribution systems and that type of thing. But as it relates to repair and the finer points, I am not aware of. I know that they will do whatever it will call the least inconvenience to our citizens, but they will also do what is necessary to repair it. Do you anticipate a boil advisory be being put in place after the repairs are made just to make sure that no, there are no contaminants in the system? That's a good question, and that is not an uncommon practice, but I do not know whether or not that will be required. But if so, as soon as uh, it is given, we'll be counting on our local media in order to help us get the word out. So it's a water main break right now at uh, Benton Road at Airline near Shed Road, and it's affecting a lot of the areas north of there. Is that correct? That is correct, and um, most and many areas of the city will, though they're not in that area, they will still experience a difference or some changes in water pressure. Lewis, a silly question. Um, when y'all did discover where the problem was, was it gushing water? I mean, what, I mean, can, any idea? Do you know? Um, I would say that it, because it is a break and because water pressure is affected, we would have to have a loss of water in order for the pressure to be uh, affected. So to say that it's gushing water or at, at any rate, uh, water was being released and lost from the system because there's a break, so I would say so. So probably delay washing the clothes, turning on the dishwasher today until the system's back fully up, uh, if, if folks could. We would, we would certainly uh, suggest and ask that, and we want them to be able to utilize their uh, most basic water needs as best they can until we have repaired the problem. If people have any questions, what do they need to do, Lewis? Um, if they would call City Hall, uh, they can call uh, the mayor's office or they can call um, a utility or they can look on Bossier City Facebook page. And that we'll be updating our citizens with every media outlet that we can, um, our major television stations, uh, press releases and our Facebook page. Um, we'll be informing our citizens of the uh, situation with the water. Lewis Johnson with the uh, city of Bossier City. May we thank you for uh, give, giving us the information, and we'll talk to you soon. We thank you, and we ask that you would help us get the word out to our citizens that we have had a water break, that our utilities is working on it, and we're going to repair it as quick as we possibly can. Thank you so very much, and have a great day today. Thank you, sir. You thank too, Lewis. Thank you. Mike McCarty, 101.7 FM, 7. Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. I just found something cool, and I want y'all, I want to share this with you. Um, this was posted on my Facebook page. I'm not sure if it's her, her daughter or who this is, but a friend of mine is bragging. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Mm. This is funny. Shame, this, shame, shame. <laughs> he owes funny. me lunch, by the way. Shreveport does he? Yeah, he does. He knows it. He does. Okay. Paid twenty bucks just to walk up and punch the Oh, that's right. Button. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clarence Reeves Jr. You in the drink. Yeah. In that nasty water oh. that came out of a fire truck. Is that what Yes. Ugh. Clean the water in the fire trucks, please. <laughs> That's not what I'm doing here. Clarence <laughs> Reese Jr. I'm a report fire yeah. chief. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to roll the bus over him today. On his uh, Facebook page, he's so funny. <laughs> he writes this on his, he puts a picture of two kids dressed like firefighters. They're adorable. Right, like a you Halloween know. costume. Yeah, Halloween costume. little radios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, if you dressed your child up as a firefighter for Halloween, we would love for you to share the little heroes in the comments. But the post continues. If you dressed your kids as a police officer, we would like you to make better decisions next year. <laughs> Firemen were created so police officers would have someone to admire. Wow! Ouch! <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. He did put hashtag just jokes. Just jokes. He's joking. That's hilarious. That really is uh, that's hilarious. Funny. Uh, you know, I, I have a lunch date with Jackson, really, his kid. He's going to come along because that, that child is just Why adorable. Do you have a lunch date with Jackson? Jackson is adorable. Well, he is yeah. so cute and fun. And, and oh, I'm that's just, just on, on, I, on, on Clarence's Facebook page, oh, that uh, picture. My gosh. That, that child is amazing and funny. And I want to hang out with him. And I told him his daddy could come along too. Yeah, he, <laughs> daddy can come too. But he, that is, you know, I like when public servants are fun, they love what they do, and you can tell, and the, and it shows. If you and, just scroll through his, his photos oh, of he and his family, you're just going to love him. I know, and the family. exactly. Just beautiful I, family. I texted him to give him a heads up, you know, but we were about to throw him under the bus, and I said, I'm about <laughs> to throw you under the bus. <laughs> under the fire truck. Yeah, and he said, I'm in the car dropping my daughters off, and we all looked at each other confused. <laughs> so he was obviously listening. And he did say thank you for the heads up. Um, and he added, thank you for the heads up. I might not be fast enough to move from in front of the bus as I've gained quite a bit of weight after Halloween. That's <laughs> <laughs> just funny. The the Halloween pics, though, that people have been posting are adorable. But I was troubled by another post that's been going up since yesterday. Um, all the... Folks who are putting, I had no trick-or-treaters this year, or no kids came by. Erin, it was strange. We had almost zero on our street, okay? Mm-hmm. We live on a pretty broad street, yeah. a, main, a main thoroughfare through our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But if you go down one of the other streets, it was like, oh my gosh, the cars were wall-to-wall. Packed with kids. Packed. 
And people hmm. couldn't figure out how to parallel park, and they were holding traffic up. Yeah, and, and it's like, yeah. Come on, come on. And, and maybe people didn't want to get on the the bigger roads, you know, the, the like where you live. And maybe uh, well, they decided let's stay deeper in the neighborhoods to avoid. Well, this was a pretty major thoroughfare that they were blocking. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was, and I and I I said, okay, this is kind of strange. I mean, I'm glad to see a lot of people out enjoying, mm-hmm. you know, Halloween and the beautiful weather. But but why like this area? One area that we drove through, Aaron, it was like literally it was like the circus was in town. Wow. It was crazy insane. Yes. Yes. And, and my wife said, Well, sometimes they'll do these social media, hey, come here. Ah, uh, okay. Uh this is really happening. You right, know? right. And people will flock to that. And people find out, like when I sent Greg Adams's address out yesterday. <laughs> Um, that he was giving out full size candy bars. Um, people flocked to his house. Right. right yeah. I didn't put his address out there, but I threatened to. Yeah, he's giving out full size candy bars, and people put that message up. Hey, this house on blah blah blah, full size candy bars, full size. And then guess what? Everybody's going by there. I'm I, sure he's out. I hope he brought an extra one today. A I spare was candy Scrooge bar. yesterday. Were you really? Well, I wasn't feeling well. Um, and and didn't we didn't we turned didn't out prepare. the lights? We turned out the lights. We oh. closed the curtains. I put a sign on the door. Go away! Get off my Get lawn! The he- no, I said sorry. <laughs> out of candy. Well, you know they did have a big crowd at Cargill. I love seeing that. The bar hosted a big event, a trunk or treat event, and they had a lot of folks show up out there. They had police and fire out there. They had a lot of sponsors with free goodies and a lot of kids. I mean, it's got a ton of parking out there. It's a great spot for it. And they say they're going to grow it next year, make Mm -hmm. it even bigger. So um, it's exciting to see. And now it's the time when you go through the kids' candy, you scarf up the good ones, and you leave the the – the um those black and orange ones leave those for the kids. Do they still do those even? Those are good. No, they're I not. Love those. They're no, like they're bit not. Of honey. They're they, like bit of honey, but they, even even a little softer. No, I don't like them. They were they had no value in my Halloween trade wars <laughs> with my brothers. No value. They were almost. You know what? They were below Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls zero value. Those black, really? yeah, really? Tootsie, Tootsie Rolls, Rolls zero, zero value, value with Remember my Remember the original size Tootsie Rolls oh, yes. that were like big cigars? Big monsters. Those are good. they still make those? I don't know if they do or not. Those were valuable. Those little Tootsie Rolls? How would you describe that? Valuable. Because it's not chocolate. It's not. It's like it's, taffy, it's, it's chewy. Like, yeah. How would yeah. you describe that? I'm not sure. All the chocolate <laughs> What's a stuff. Tootsie Roll actually made out yeah, of? Yeah, I'm not sure. All the chocolate stuff, high value. Um, the, 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 uh, those black and orange things, no value. Don't give those out. And I still haven't had candy corn yet this year. It's time to go get some candy corn. I'm going to have to do it. I can get it on clearance now, right? It? Can you get it after Halloween? I'll have to I go mean, to the clearance. Candy, like if you went into, if you went into Walmart in, in March, could you buy candy corn? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I've never shopped I'm not for it, so sure. I don't know. Just maybe I need to get it now, though, because otherwise question. they'll run out. So I'll have to go in the store and get it. Boy, it's been a long time since I've been in the grocery store. Yeah, you gotta you gotta wait through all the Christmas decorations. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then Mariah Carey already released her, you know. Oh, and now it's time, and oh. and we're we're in for Mariah Carey now. I know Ruben's excited about that. <laughs> Very excited. Yes. <laughs> You're a huge it? Mariah Carey fan. Oh yes, of course. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all cover a lot of her stuff with opossum, don't you? Oh yeah. boy, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm I'm actually trying to think of one song that she does aside from the Christmas the one. Christmas and I can't. one, right? I right. can't. Hero, isn't it? Hero, hers. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Annoying, an annoying human being. <laughs> oh, did Bozier. I just say that out loud? Sorry. Bozier City Water uh, having Bozier having water issues this morning. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll check on the latest here coming up. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, seven ten Keel Fletch with sports next. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. I, I need to ask you a question because I I saw um, yesterday the and I don't even want to do it really, but I need to because it's curious to me. The Walgreens flu index report, which they do a flu index report. Who knew? And Louisiana is number one among states. Now Puerto Rico's first, but I. Do you consider Puerto Rico a state? I really don't. No. Among it's the, not a state. I know. Among the states, Louisiana is number one. And now, I, what do you mean number one? For flu cases, flu outbreak. Like we have the most? Yeah. That's what the Walgreens flu index says. Per capita, we have more flu cases. And they base it on um, people getting medicines to fight the flu. But so I went and, you know, a lot of people are just going by that and, and posting that saying the flu index shows Louisiana number one, Texas is on the, in the top 10. And I think Lafayette was one of the cities where it was, you know, very prevalent. But I thought, let me go look at the health department's numbers and see look if it, you. if it matches and it doesn't match. Really? It, yeah, the the Louisiana Health Department's data about the flu shows we're low. It's you know the Louisiana is among the lowest, not among the lowest, but right now the the outbreak is low in Louisiana, um, according to the the state health department. So I is Walgreens trying to sell flu shots, flu medication? Huh. Interesting. Is it bogus? Are the state's numbers not right? I don't. I don't know who you believe, but I they they put the, the and you can see it at keelnews.com. They put the number of specimens tested, and then how many cases turned up positive for type A and type B flu influenza and all that. So I don't. What's Walgreens up to here with their Walgreens flu index? Is it completely? Right. Bupkis, bup, is bupkis a word? But then, well, I, I I would say they're not making money on the flu shots, but of course they are. Of course they are, and yeah, they and they make money. They yeah. yeah, and they're and they're obviously encouraging people to get the flu. The biggest commute, not Lafayette's number two on the list with get New Orleans number shot, five. Yeah, get the flu shot. New Orleans number five. You got several Texas cities on the list. So I don't. <laughs> I I tend to believe the health department here. 
Yeah, but, but there's an argument that could be made there, too. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely Remember, right. Yeah. Everything was COVID in 2020 and 2021. Exactly. He got hit by a bus, but he died from COVID. And yeah, and how current are the state health department? How, how current is that data? How current is the Walgreens data? Um, you know, I'm not sure. We're going to get our flu shots Friday, I think. This Friday? Yes. It's a little late in the game for getting them. For me, usually I get them a little earlier in the season, but it's not too late to get them. I mean, if you're if you're seeing that we're a you know Walgreens says we're a hot spot for flu, but I don't I don't know. I don't. <laughs> when when you got Puerto Rico listed as a state, that was a red flag too. Right. It's not a state. What is it? What is it technically called? A, a U.S. province? Is it a U.S. province? What is it called? I don't know. Maybe I'm not sure. Smarter than us will. If we want it to be a state, then make it a state. But it's not a state. I just uh, they listed it like that, so I listed it like that because they, you know, it's Walgreens. They know everything, I guess. I don't know, but I, I'm curious about whether this data is bupkis or not. I'm looking up Puerto Rico. I don't see it yet. <laughs> and, and ask people in Hawaii how they felt about. You know, mm-hmm. oh, we're a state now. Yeah. You know, we had our own culture. We had our we had our own uh, government. Boy, no kidding. No kidding. So, I, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm very skeptical about it. Uh, I put it at keelnews.com. You can go look at the data yourself and see which side you believe because it's almost opposite. They're almost saying the opposite thing, which is kind of bizarre. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. Those damn people at Walgreens. Yeah. If you, if you believe in flu shots, it's not too late to get your flu shots. I know there are people who are like, oh, no, that ain't happening. Not going to get one. I get that. That's your your prerogative, as old Bobby Brown would say. Okay. Puerto Ricans have been U.S. citizens since 1917. Okay. And can move freely between the island and the mainland. However, when resident... In the unincorporated territory of Puerto Rico, Puerto Ricans are disenfranchised at the national... I don't know what all that means. Do they vote? They do not pay federal income tax. Oh. They do not pay federal income tax. They do not federal pay federal in- income tax. Then please tell me they don't vote in elections. With the Now you've opened up a can of worms. <laughs> do they get to vote? If they get to vote, they need to pay taxes. Right. Well, Sure. They must not be get to vote. I don't. I, I I don't see it here. Okay, we'll have to. Now you got me chasing know, another. Now, yeah. Right, squirrel. Oh Lord, have mercy. Maybe somebody will shoot us a message. It's mm-hmm. a territory. Hawkeye said. Everybody, Michael says territory. Territory. Thank you, guys. Do they vote though? Do they vote? That's a good question. I want to know. Do they vote? I if they vote. Think I want so. their money. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I wouldn't either. If they're if they're U.S. citizens, mm-hmm. if they're considered U.S. citizens since 1917, yeah, U.S. citizens get to vote. You get to vote, but we get to pay taxes too. But you pay taxes. Yeah, we get to. Yeah, <laughs> we love it. Uh, we're going to find out an update with uh, uh, Lewis Johnson on the water situation in Bossier City coming up. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Keel, and on that free Keel app. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel.
did get a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. Ali says Puerto Ricans do not vote. Okay. Good to know. So it's a territory. Do we want them to be a state? U- but they're U.S. citizens. Okay. Do we want them to be a state or not? Do we? Are we good with that? I don't know. Do we have a choice? Are they uh, listening for our input? I'm not sure. I'm going there this month, so I'll ask them when I'm there. I'm going to be in San Juan. Are you serious? I am. So I'll ask. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's. Yeah. I'm going to San Juan, Puerto Rico. I am. I'll ask oh, them. Oh, my gosh. I'm going down there with a statehood uh, petition. I'll take one with me. And you <laughs> ordered. I'm, I'm, I may be talking out of school. No, go ahead. I don't care. You ordered a dress. Yeah, who is this crazy woman? <laughs> you ordered a dress. I have. I don't. I've never ordered a dress. Last time I wore a dress was my mother's. I funeral. probably had a dress on before the, oh. since the last time you did. Oh, I know you did, and I know Robert did. Y'all both wore dresses <laughs> be- long since I have. I don't ever wear. But they have a, on a cruise. They have a white party. And if I were all white, like shorts and a top, I would look like a whale, a white whale. So I thought, I'm just going to get one of those big flowy dresses that you can just, you know, it's like a cover-up for your your bathing suit. Mm-hmm. And I'll feel fine. I'll wear my sandals and I'll be good. And so I, I ordered a dress. Yeah, I did. I looked at that in my cart and I went, have you lost your damn mind? No, I guess not. But you're going on a cruise. I am, a 10-day cruise. Yeah, I'm excited. And our last stop is San Juan, Puerto Rico. Th- that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I'm excited about it, Ask yeah. them if they get to vote. Do they pay taxes? Ask I, them I a lot of yeah. personal questions. I will. I'll ask them a lot of personal do questions. Do they get a, 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 a U.S.-issued ID? What language do they speak in Puerto Rico? Puerto Rican. They speak Puerto Rican? I don't know Puerto Rican. Do I need to learn that? I don't know. They don't speak Puerto Rican. There's no such language. I don't. I don't know. Oh, you're bad. <laughs> you're bad. Lewis Johnson joining us coming up next. Uh, the Bossier uh, City is dealing with huge water issues. A, a water main has broken. Get the details next. After the break, Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710. Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. On the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, Lewis Johnson with uh, the city of Bossier City. That's, by the way, the official name. Uh, there's a, We're getting reports. Major water outage in Bossier City. Fire Department, uh, KTBS reported the fire department did say there's a, a, a water main break. Lewis, tell us what's going on in Bossier. Um, good morning. Um, this morning, we've had a report uh, earlier of low pressure. Uh, in certain areas of town. And after uh, investigating, we found that we've had a major water break, an approximately 42-inch main that had been breached. Um, it is in the area of Benton Road, Airline Drive, over near Shed Road. And so the neighboring communities, uh, those neighborhoods in that area, neighborhoods such as uh, Carriage Oaks, or Swan Lake, Stonebridge, Hickory Ridge, Tiburon, and others, um, have lo- have suffered a loss of water or a loss of pressure. And even though that is the immediate area, the entire city uh, could possibly notice a difference in pressure. But the utilities is aware of it. We're working feverishly on it, and we will repair it as quick as possible. And our commitment to our citizens 
is that we will provide them with uh, hourly updates until it is corrected. Any idea what caused it just aging infrastructure, I would assume? Well, I really don't have that information as of yet. Uh, I have inquired, um, but the main thing is that the utilities is aware. Our administration is aware of it. Our fire department is aware, and we have tanker trucks that are in place and ready to go if we have any fire suppression needs. So those major areas of response are informed and working together to repair the damage. Were any crews working in the area to your knowledge or you, you haven't ga- gathered that yet? I have not, do not have any information that indicated that anyone was working on the line um, at that time. And the first reports came in between 1.30 and 2 o'clock of low pressure. And so we began to um, check the area to do research on the system in order to identify where the problem is. Lewis, we're talking with Lewis Johnson with Bossier City. Lewis, do you have an estimated time of uh, restoration? I appreciate that question. Presently, we do not have a, uh, an estimated time, but we want to assure our citizens that whereas we are, uh, we regret the inconvenience that we're working on it, and it will be repaired as quick as humanly possible. It's a priority for the city, and we're working to repair it. Lewis, the, in the in the grand scheme of water mains, this is the biggest, correct? This is the, as big as they get, isn't it? It's a very big one, yes. Okay. Will in, you, in our, in our uh, distribution system. Will you have to shut down water for other parts of the city to get this repaired, or will they just possibly be experiencing low water pressure? Um, I would think, and first of all, um, I am familiar with water, but not to that degree. My fire background, I'm familiar with water and water um, water mains and distribution systems and that type of thing. But as it relates to repair and the finer points, I am not aware of. I know that they will do whatever it will call the least inconvenience to our citizens, but they will also do what is necessary to repair it. Do you anticipate a boil advisory be being put in place after the repairs are made just to make sure that no, there are no contaminants in the system? That's a good question, and that is not an uncommon practice, but I do not know whether or not that will be required. But if so, as soon as uh, it is given, we'll be counting on our local media in order to help us get the word out. So it's a water main break right now at uh, Benton Road at Airline near Shed Road, and it's affecting a lot of the areas north of there. Is that correct? That is correct, and um, most and many areas of the city, will, though they're not in that area, they will still experience a difference or some changes in water pressure. Lewis, a silly question. Um, when y'all did discover where the problem was, was it gushing water? I mean, what, I mean, can, any idea? Do you know? Um, I would say that it, because it is a break and because water pressure is affected, we would have to have a loss of water in order for the pressure to be uh, affected. So to say that it's gushing water or at, at any rate, uh, water was being released and lost from the system because there's a break, so I would say so. So probably delay washing the clothes, turning on the dishwasher today until the system's back fully up. Uh, if, if folks could. We would, we would certainly uh, suggest and ask that, and we want them to be able to utilize their uh, most basic water needs as best they can until we have repaired the problem. If people have any questions, what do they need to do, Lewis? Um, if they would call City Hall, uh, they can call uh, the mayor's office or they can call um, a utility 
or they can look on Bossier City Facebook page and that we'll be updating our citizens with every media outlet that we can, um, our major television stations, our press releases, and our Facebook page. Uh, we'll be informing our citizens of the uh, situation with the water. Lewis Johnson with the uh, city of Bossier City. May we thank you for uh, give, giving us the information, and we'll talk to you soon. We thank you, and we ask that you would help us get the word out to our citizens that we have had a water break, that our utilities is working on it, and we're going to repair it as quick as we possibly can. Thank you so very much, and have a great day today. Thank you, sir. You thank too, Lewis. Thank you. Mike McCarty, 101.7 FM, 710keel.com. Back to the big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Mm, boy. These always make me nervous. Ruben, <laughs> you got to listen. I'm here. Okay. You got to listen. Colder weather, you know, we start doing, you know, our soups and our gumbos and chilies and, and you know, things that are nice and wonderful and i had a brilliant cooking idea a recipe idea that i don't think i've ever seen and i don't know why okay <laughs> the last time you had these thoughts it led to the etu beignet yeah etu beignet yeah which is not bad not bad not bad billy, not, was it billy nungas or he liked it was it he the uh, one that, kyle ardwan that's what i said yeah. kyle ardwan liked it so i i here's my here's my deal you know, I love chili, and I can make a decent chili. I like my chili with um, the black beans and uh, kind of spicy. But I decided this time not going to be ground beef. Okay. okay? All right. I love chili, by the way. I'm going to take one of those big packs, not just the little one-pound thingy, a big pack of bacon. Oh. Okay, and I'm going to chop it up, little bitty pieces. I might put it in the food processor. I'm not sure. And then I'm going to... Cook the bacon. I might drain off, you know, a lot of the grease. Hmm. And then I'm going to cook the onions and all the other veggies. And the and the bacon will be the meat in the chili. I think that could work. Wow, that sounds delicious, doesn't it? I mean, they have like chicken chili and stuff like that, you know. Why, 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 why has no chili? one invented bacon chili? <laughs> you should see doesn't it face. sound delicious? <laughs> I don't know if over there if you can see her face, but she is... He's very excited. She just cured cancer over here. <laughs> I mean, there's no heart doctor that's going to say this is a good idea. No. But no, why no, no. has nobody made bacon chili? Now, I have had chili with bacon in it, but not, it wasn't the main meat. That Make was in it, it the main meat. Get you a big gotta, old you pack. You use a lot of bacon. Though. It would that's have to be a lot. Yeah, get the three big three-pound pack. Yeah. Chop it up. Cook it. Put your onions and your bell peppers and whatever else you're putting in there. Cook that all up. Then put your your beans and your chili powder and salt and pepper and whatever else you're putting in. I think that sounds yummy. Yeah, so does my cardiologist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. kids yeah. School. Uh, the, yeah, it's not going to be a healthy chili. I'm just warning you ahead of time. But man, but I got to think good it is not going to be healthy. Doesn't that sound delicious? Is, yeah. Or is it stupid? You figure it out and make it. I will try it on the air for sure. Okay. Absolutely. I, okay. I may I may do that. I, I mean, bacon, my gosh, you could put bacon in homemade bluebell vanilla. And, and you're, and, you're and, down with it. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. How has nobody tried this yet? Or does it exist? Am I, somebody's going to text us and go, it already exists. See, I don't know. I've, I've never heard of it. I haven't either. Bacon chili. Bacon chili. Shoot, yeah. 
We could call it Billy. Billy. Or or not. <laughs> or not. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> uh, no. Chaken. What you doing? I'm eating Billy again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's not call it that. Ch- Chalakin. All right. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I'm going to try it. I'm going home, going back to bed. <laughs> Look at the time. Yeah, 7 FM, 710 kill.